Kia ora and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast, the home of alternative football. It's been a long time between drinks, but we're back again. Joining me on the pod is a manlet who has become a bit of a cult hero for the Trials FC <laughs> with one goal and one cartwheel to his name. I can't wait to hear what predictions this guy comes up with today. It's the living meme, Mr. Ryan Williams. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Reese. How are you? Yeah, good pal, good pal. It's good to be back, man. It's great to be back. <laughs> Did you think you'd be back? Nah, to be honest, I didn't think you'd want me back <laughs> after the last time comparing McTominay, Paul Scholes, you know. Yeah, oh, oh. some of those bold predictions as well, especially after that Chelsea, Chelsea Man United FA Cup performance semi-final <laughs> didn't go down too well. <laughs> Gosh, that's, that's going way back, isn't it? Yeah. What have you been up that's to, great. mate? How was school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that nah, school's treating me well, eh? Yeah. I'm uh yeah, I'm big boy now, I guess you could say, looking after football, water polo and athletics. Oh, I, I thought you said an NCA, mate. NCA. <laughs> yeah, Level two. To that, mate. I'm surprised I'm even in the job now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go back. So um you've been keeping busy at school. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the school that you go to or work at because uh I don't want to get you in trouble, mate. Uh, with all of our followers, you know, you don't want. I don't want fangirls showing up at the school or anything looking for me. <laughs> you become a bit of a, a cult hero for the Trials FC, uh, particularly in the, the Facebook chat we've got there. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned into a bit of a living meme. Yeah, you have. To be mate. honest, <laughs> it didn't start very well on any eyed match. <laughs> and then uh, it's sort of gone down since then hasn't gone very well <laughs> Wait, um, let, let's talk about that cartwheel that you did uh, against Wilmill Bakery <laughs> how did that come about well uh, it came about because you offered uh, you said if you know if anyone scored into the cartwheel they'd get a pie so uh, you know as I do I don't uh, let anyone down so I scored for you and uh, <laughs> did the cartwheel you know still waiting on my pie to be honest would love a good steak pie, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I paid my debts. I'm still waiting on yours. Yeah, mate. Don't worry, I'll, I'll give you one next season, mate. Um, yeah, I gotta say, mate, it was probably one of the highlights of. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's not much highlights really this season, but I mean, that's up there for me. Unfortunately, uh, you know, the season um, ended in a bit of a, a damp squib, really, uh, for the trials. Uh, we were top of the league, and then uh, politics got in the way, and. Uh, well, I think we still won the league, actually. <laughs> Didn't even play the last two games. Yeah, we still won the league. <laughs> We're still ex- I'm still waiting on that trophy, to be honest. <laughs> you gave us that tie at the start of the season, and uh, you said, you know, as soon as we win the league, we go going up celebrating in the suit and tie. You know, we're going for it. And, you know, I've still got that tie in my wardrobe. Haven't pulled it out yet, even though we did win the league. They need to sharpen up there. <laughs> on their side of things you know maybe they need someone like me in the office to uh start fixing things around there because honestly they're they're shambles <laughs> just uh bleep that one out if uh any we've, if we've got any asfa listeners oh fuck it mate they're, they're on um, instagram but, now they can get fucked <laughs> <laughs> but i was saying to jack i was like you know what at least we can tag them now and we abuse them so i'm gonna tag them in this asfa get <laughs> fucked <laughs> Yeah, ASFA, look, all right, listen here. You're a shambles. You need to sort your shit out. Give us our trophy, all right? I want to dress up in my suit and tie. We deserve that trophy. We put in hard yards. We won League Two. Give us our trophy. <laughs> oh, there we go, mate. Brilliant. That's brilliant stuff there. Um, There's got... your thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's my thumbnail. That's our uh, one-way ticket out of ASFA for good. <laughs> Nice knowing you. Um, <laughs> yep. We've uh, we've got some plans on the pipeline. We're looking at different leagues to play in. Let's just say we're not going to be playing on Sunday next season. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, it's uh, to be confirmed. We can't really divulge, divulge anything yet because uh, we've not been accepted into the other league yet. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes, mate. It's exciting. Exciting times for the trials. Let's just say, mate, it's a bit of a resurrection. We had a, um, a good squad as well. Yeah, we had a decent <laughs> squad. Um, you know, I'm thinking next year, we're, we're probably stepping down a level or two. But um, 
you know, I'm, I'm look, I'm, I'm just trying to keep, you know, think about us, mate. We're up, the two guys up front. We need to keep our place next season. So we're going to weed some of the players out. You know, we don't need everyone next season. We just need 11 players, really. Or 12. Fair enough. But to be honest, uh, I don't know if you see this, this Rashford shit right here, mate. I'm telling you, up front next season, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be scoring more goals. You're going to see more cartwheels, I'm telling you. <laughs> man, you've been eating those uh, school meals, are you? <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm rapid now. Mate, they don't call me Ryan Rashford for nothing. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's, that's the first one, mate. I'm going to give you three strikes as pod, mate. Three strikes, that's the first strike. Use the next two wisely. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate um yeah I, i'm i'm already getting into next season mate. i'm i mean i know the guys in the chat they're, they're playing football fix and you know summer soccer but i'm uh i'm hitting the gym again f45 yeah it's working pretty well for me so far mate i'm i've I'm targeting two challenges i'm doing one eight week challenge right before christmas and then i'll do one after um christmas so new year and then by Let's just, you know, fingers crossed, yeah. football season starts in March and then boom, I'm ready to play. Mate, that sounds good. You sound like you're going to be in tip-top shape for next year. Oh, mate, I'm going to kill it, mate. I'm going to kill it. Last year, mate, I lost like 13.5 kg, right? Ready for March. I was in like the, the shape of my life, really. And then fucking lockdown came in and COVID and all that stuff. So, and football didn't start to what, June or July? So um, by then I was packing on <laughs> yeah. the pounds again. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. So let's just say uh, you know I've I've been a naughty boy really for the last six months. But yeah, come March next year, um, I'll be back to where I should be. Really, resurrection, eh? Resurrection. <laughs> That's what we like to say. Let's get on to why I've got you on the pod today. So uh, let's talk about Man United. What's going on there, mate? Oh, great question. Now I can see why you have me on the pod again for that reason. <laughs> Jesus. What is going on there? I've seen something today saying that Pochettino apparently is um, now one of those Sky Sports um, spokesperson. That's right, um, yeah. Like Roy Keane and stuff. And apparently yeah, yeah. he was um, raving on about Man United saying David De Gea, best keeper in the Premier League. You know, he's one of the only keepers that wins you points in the world. Um, as well as a, he was raving on about Mason Greenwood, saying that he's, you know, the most talented youngster in the world. So um, interesting times there, because I think you, we could be seeing Pochettino take over. Shulshire's continue like this in the Premier League, definitely. Yeah. Um, what's your take then for the start of the season? Like, were you optimistic you know, about the, the season? Like, where, where do you see United finishing, really? If I'm honest, after this, the transfer window we had, it was, um, you know, it was terrible. It was a disgrace. Like, I was actually a bit embarrassed to be a United fan until the very last day where we pulled Cavani, Palestri, and um, I can't remember his name now, the youngster, <laughs> for like 40 mil. Yeah. Um, oh, well, he isn't joining yet. He's joining in January, but... Oh, and Van Der Beek, yeah, but like, I mean, when you're looking at Chelsea, for example, that are signing the likes of Chilwell, you know, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, Ziyech, you know, it's a bit embarrassing. Like, you know, there was no quality in that squad that we signed. Like, it was just unbelievable. Let's go through the the games uh, from the start of the season. So the first game you had was Villa away, you lost 1-0. Then you lost 3-1 to Palace at home. And then um, you beat Luton as a bit of a uh, confidence booster there in the League Cup. You beat them 3 0. And, uh, ha, you know, this, you scraped past Brighton um, in the, well, the game that lasted, what, two hours, I think it was, wasn't that? 3 2. And then <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you beat Brighton again in the same week in the League Cup. And then that dreadful performance at home against Spurs <laughs> when you got whipped 6 1. Oh. Mate, I don't know if you know this, but um, my work colleague actually put up 6-1 scores all over my desk and all over <laughs> my walls at my desk and stuff. He took down everything of mine and just put up 6-1 everywhere. <laughs> like, it was, oh, I think that's actually got to be one of the worst days I've actually ever had as a United supporter. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was actually embarrassing. I woke up that morning and was just like, like, why? What? Why am like what the hell? 
like I was in a, I had no idea what to think what to do like I just woke up and I just had like a cold shower just to like get me alive like I was just like are you serious looking back to that game now there was well the first few minutes were pretty good weren't they yeah first two mate <laughs> <laughs> went downhill from there <laughs> no, I've never seen a team down tools that quickly though against Spurs as well like you, you made yeah. them look like Brazil, to be fair. And I think the alarm bells, if they weren't ringing, they're definitely ringing after that game. Uh, and then, um, well, by the grace of uh, the international break, uh, you had two weeks off there. So you came back from the international break uh, in October and you beat Newcastle 4-1 away from home. You know, big confidence boost there. And then going into the, the, the Champions League game against PSG away, Wow, what a result that one! Oh, I know that made me that made me feel good. <laughs> that was all I'd been waiting for all season, mate. Is just some good result, and then we managed to pull that one out of the bag. Honestly, I was expecting PSG to take a like six one six nil win against us. Like it was just that's how bad I thought our squad was until that match. That was a good turnaround, to be honest. Yeah, I mean. Um... What do you think um, has helped Solskjaer there in terms of Europe? Because they've, they've had a great start to Europe. You know, they, they beat PSG, they thumped Leipzig at home 5 0. Like, how has that come about? I, I don't know. I was trying to think about that the other day. Like, why? I, I feel like the English teams at the moment are real competitive. Like, they're just very, very even. Like, if you're looking at your Leeds, you know, your Villa, your Everton. You know, look at how quality that those teams are now. Even like Leicester, Leicester is so, like Leicester beating Leeds this morning. Obviously, mm. um, Leicester are class. Like they've become a top six team now. Like they were top seven, if you want to call it like that. Um, <laughs> but they have, they're so quality that like Jamie Vardy has genuinely carried them to the top. Yeah, that's fair, mate. That's fair. I think you're playing differently though in Europe, though, aren't you? Like, I, I remember against PSG, you had what three at the back, right? I'm pretty sure it was five at the back. Really? Like, they oh, they wow. said three, but it was yeah. the two. It was the two wing backs. Yeah. yeah, we had three centre backs and then the two wing backs, which, in my opinion, is the five at the back, just because like we still had five defensive players on the field. Yeah, they're not um, pushing. Well, they were pushing forward, but like it's you've got Alex Tellers and. I think it was Juan Bissaka that started that game as well. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good, like, we've got a good squad. And when we're playing five at the back, like we do against, like, the top six teams, you know, it works. But I don't know why, he like, we just underestimate the small teams, which happened last season as well. Um, speaking of a small team, uh, <laughs> this week, uh, <laughs> Arsenal, right? <laughs> yeah, so we, we underestimated that, mate. Do you not see us? We had four at the back, so clearly we were thinking they were a small team. <laughs> mate, what the hell happened there? Like, I, I can't believe it. 14 years, mate. 14 years since uh, the Gunners have won at Old Trafford. It's amazing, that one. I, I can't believe that stat. I'm not sure if that... Mi- you know what? Looking at that stat, it just tells you how bad Arsenal have been to not win there for 14 years, you know? And considering considering Fergie's been, like, been away for six of those years, right? Surely yeah, Arsenal would have won yeah. in, that, in that time period. But no, um, 14 years have been a long wait for Arsenal. <sighs> you just, you used to get really excited by Arsenal and United, you know, but I look at it and I, I jokingly say, like, it's two fallen giants really playing a game of football. You know, it's, it's pretty yeah. sad. Yeah, no, completely agree with you there. Um, that game was, was awful. I watched the second half and honestly, it was just like, you know that Arsenal fan TV? I know you sent the link the other day. Watch <laughs> that. Like, their mood until Albamiang scored the goal was my, like, mood for that whole half. Like, I was just, annoyed like it was just so terrible the team wasn't gelling you know there was just no like Bruno Fernandes came off because he was playing so poorly um it just wasn't and he's like he makes that team he literally he plays everything for that team if he's not playing well the team's not going to play well so it was a bit yeah it was a bit hard to watch that match 
you mentioned AFTV. Oh gosh, that <laughs> that's some. But the, the, the ten minutes there, I told you guys to watch. It's like the funniest ten minutes on YouTube there is. Like, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I've never seen two ripping sets into of sucker. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but there's two. I've never seen two sets of fans from the same team just go at it like that. And then you know, thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, hard out, You know, it's embarrassing. And then the, the funniest thing about it was um, DT. He walks off and he misses the goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. Any. He completely missed it just because he was so pissed off <laughs> like they have reason to be annoyed but like at the end of the day they won <laughs> yeah so. i mean um no credit to arsenal um the african midfield um el nani and um Partey, like yeah it's um you can't really compete against that really yeah, honestly. <laughs> look, look at who you got in the midfield Partey you had mctominay so playing out on the right wasn't he like what the fuck's he doing there <laughs> i know man I don't know what was going on there. When I seen that, I was like, are you serious? Like, get in the middle, bro. You're Paul Scholes. You're not, you're not <laughs> Ryan Giggs. You're not Beckham like you are Paul Scholes. Get in the centre. Stay on the edge of the box. Ping some long shots in. Like, because then Van der Beek came on. Hey, I feel sorry for that guy. He's come yeah. in, right, for all that, all those millions, right? Van der Sar writes a bloody stupid letter, you know, saying goodbye. And then, uh, or take care of him. And then they're not obviously taking care of him because he's on the bench every game. Yeah. And I th- every time he's come off, mate, he looks decent. I think he's a decent player, but I, I feel I feel sorry for him <laughs> playing for that United team. He is a decent player, though. That's the thing is, mm. every time he has come on, he has made such an impact. Yeah. Like if you look at Paul Pogba, who has also been on the bench over the last recent weeks, other than um, the game against Arsenal, he started. You know, Pogba hasn't made that influence. Like I think he did in one of the matches. Um, can't remember which one it was now but he made an impact whereas i think it was psg but yeah. now if you look at what van der Beek's doing it's like he's making that impact he needs to start like in my eyes he's potentially our best midfield player other than fernandez at the moment mm. other than mctominay as well but you know <laughs> that's just because <laughs> mctominay's my boy mate mctominay he's not even a midfielder mate he's a defender i watch him play for scotland right and um they play a three at the back, right? And the, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I've talked about this so many times, but McTominay's a centre back for Scotland. <laughs> I know that's a joke, eh? Like <laughs> that's why they're not making the World Cup. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's a strange one. Like, United. <laughs> like it's um, what's your th- what's your thoughts, mate? Like I mean, uh, Cavani's still to come in. Martial, I think he's back from suspension soon right yeah he's back um next game i believe yeah. is, is it all is it all doom and gloom really for united well i don't know it's hard to tell because we've had a hard start to the season unfortunately like we did have a shortened um break over the summer um and then obviously we have had hard matches like you know your spurs yeah, Arsenal, we had Chelsea as well. Um, I'm pretty sure coming up as well, we have... You've got Everton at home. That's oh, sorry, Everton yeah. away. Next Everton game, away. Maybe. Yeah, Everton, another strong team who have actually done surprisingly well this season. Um, with ah, this is a blip, mate. But then again, you look at Calvert-Lewin and you think, wow, what a star he's become this season. Mm. Like he's, he's become an all-round class number nine. So, I mean, like he's good in the box, he's good in the air. He's just seemingly onto everything that Everton can do. So I don't know. I think they're a force to be reckoned with still. Um, Ancelotti's a class manager, mm. but yeah, that's an interesting one to see where they go. Have you seen that they're um yeah interested in signing Isco? No. What the Real Madrid? Yeah, Isco? yeah, Real ah, Madrid Isco. Piss off! But I don't believe that. <laughs> No nah, man, they they're looking to get him on loan, man, and then sign him on like a permanent deal afterwards if he like does well on the loan for like twenty something mil. That's what I don't understand. Right, I'm looking at this now, mate. Hold on, I'm fact checking you here, mate. Okay, there's there's some articles here. <laughs> Esco, no way. Mate, <laughs> do I do I ever talk shit, <laughs> mate? Why would you need Esco when you've got Tom Davis? <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite Welsh player, eh? Your favourite Welsh. Well, I don't think he's Welsh, but uh, 
I mean, he probably wouldn't get in the Welsh team, mate. He's that bad. Is he not? <laughs> nah, he's, he's just got a Welsh name, mate. Tom Davis? Yeah. But the, the, the Davis I want, mate, is Alfonso Davis at Bayern. There's surely some Welsh in him. <laughs> mate, you wish. <laughs> I wish, yeah. Oh, he's so class. He's actually become... I, I really love him, mate. Really good dude. Well, Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso. He's he's funny. I love watching him and his like his girlfriend. They're um P she's PSG, I think. PSG female player. Ah yeah. Um they're a funny couple, man. They're a good watch. They have I'm pretty sure they do vlogs and stuff. Oh, like they're funny as oh man, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> so, so you you mentioned that um you know, a player that was good in the year and good in the box. And, um I I think he plays at um Inter right now, it's so Lukaku. Do you, do you regret Letting uh, Lukaku go? No. No? No. No. I'm pretty sure 90% of United fans will agree with me here. Getting rid of Lukaku has been potentially the best decision made by Solskjaer. 100%. (laughs) Really? Yeah, man. I'll back that up. (laughs) Getting rid of... uh, Yeah. Getting rid of Lukaku has been great for the club for... Like a few reasons. Obviously, it's let Rashford shine. Yeah, okay. Like people were saying, Rashford couldn't be that twenty-goal striker a season. Sort of, he couldn't hit those marks. Um, but look at him last season; he's been quality. This season again, started off strong. You know, Martial shone as well. Greenwood shone um, towards the end of the last season. So, you know, it's really helped these younger players develop. And mate, Luke, Luke <laughs> on. I'm looking at the stats now, mate. Forty-one goals in fifty-seven games. You're telling me that's not good enough for United? Mate, I don't know if you've seen, but he put on probably, what, like 12 kilos, 15 <laughs> kilos in this time during United? Like, mate, it's the same as Hazard at Real Madrid. What, scoring two goals in bloody two years? <laughs> mate, that's what it felt like. You know, you're getting the prime <laughs> Lukaku from Everton. You know, absolute, like, literally looks like a prime Ronaldo sort of thing. Or a prime Reese um, Edwards. <laughs> yeah, or a prime Reese Edwards, mate. <laughs> That's the one. But then, you know, he come, he came to bloody Man United and he was he was playing like Akinfenua, you know? Like, he, he was just <laughs> big. That's it. He's just big. Oh, that's brilliant. Akinfenua. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your minor 10 ads, mate. Big is good, you know? Like, oh, just... the mighty 10 guy. What, what happened to that guy? <laughs> Oh, great question, mate. I have no idea. I, I tell you what, mate. When I when I first moved to um, New Zealand, so I lived on um, Halberg Street, right on um, in Glenfield, and he oh, was yeah. literally around the corner. And he didn't have a nice house, really, uh, uh, considering the amount of ads he did. He wasn't getting paid that well, but he had a big fuck <laughs> off Ute. You know what I mean? Massive yeah. or- orange and black, might attend blast all over it. Massive guy. Eh? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure he was like a, one of the world's strongest men or something like that, or if yeah. not New Zealand's strongest men. Now he's probably stacking shelves now and uh, might attend. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I reckon he's still like, I, I'd love to hear his voice just go, big is good. Like, <laughs> and then just surely you just edit some like Photoshop Ekin Fenner on there, like, You've mentioned uh, you've got Martial, Rashford, and Greenwood. Yeah, they're pretty decent towards the the end of last season after the lockdown, but they've not started well. Uh, of course, they've not started well because look where you are on the table. But um, oh. you know, I, I think a lot of it. You know, to be fair, I think Solskjaer has been dealt a shit stick really with his players. I think there's just too many things going behind the scenes at United, like in the boardroom and the players themselves. Like you've got a lot of fuckwits to that team. <laughs> Yeah, Martial's just a, I think he's just an interesting character, to say the least, man. He's just, he struggles to speak English, you know, doesn't get along as well, I think, with the players as potentially others. Um, he just never smiles, man. Dude never smiles. Didn't he cheat on his wife and put on Instagram, like an apology? Bro, I don't think that was him. Was that him? I'm pretty sure that's Martial. He's done some, mate, the, the whole... Mate, the United players have got a problem with women. Trust me. First, it was Giggsy shagging his um, <laughs> his brother's wife for like ten years. His brothers, and then yeah. it's, it's trickled down, mate. It's the United curse, mate. Greenwood's one of them. Bloody Juan Basaka, that's the best one. Oh no, <laughs> that, that's the worst, mate. Bless his soul. <laughs> Juan Basaka. <laughs> 
Well, for anyone that doesn't know the, the Juan Pasaka story, so basically this um, Z-less celebrity, uh, pussycat doll wannabe, she um, she's posted on Instagram just you know, slating how bad Juan Pasaka is in bed. And then she comes out with a post on Instagram saying, oh, I'm, I'm pregnant, but he doesn't want the baby. <laughs> and yeah. she, she just would not leave him alone, you know, just like every day she's posting, tagging him and stuff. And I'm not even sure if they had a relationship, these two. But, I mean, it's one of them things, really. Like, I'm glad I have to worry about any mate, uh, fangirling on, on the trials, mate. Because if I had that, mate, I, I would just delete it. Uh, <laughs> honestly, though, that was, that was terrible, man. Because his girlfriend was like a girlfriend of many years. And then lady, this, that Z-led celebrity, like you said, man, was yeah. posting things saying that they'd slept together and... She was pregnant with this kid. It was like, whoa, <laughs> settle down. Then, What's then, going on here? Then, and then, then now yeah. Martial. Oh, and then mate, the, the, that, that team's a shambles. Mate, mate, and then the Greenwood, bloody, um, in between us on tour, him and bloody Foden, banging those bloody um, Icelandic oh. girls. <laughs> <laughs> mate, that was actually like, when I read that news, I was hoping it was fake, just simply because it was, you know, it was Greenwood's first chance at, at Dublin squad, you know, and uh, just started like the day or two days before. Oh, started. He just come off the bench. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was all excited. Um, and then he goes and does that. I was like, "Are you serious, man? Like, come on." I, I, I mean, I look at it both ways. First, of, first of all, it's fucking funny. It's hilarious. Like, we've all been there, right? We've all done something similar to that. I mean, you know, when lads on tour and all that. But um, yeah, I just I, I do feel sorry for him. But the, the guy I don't feel sorry for is Foden. The, the kid, the kid, he's got a kid himself. Like he's what? He's got like a grown kid. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's only old, and he's got like a three-year-old kid, doesn't he? How, how old is he? Like that. I think he's only twenty. Mate, he's not like Sterling though. He's got Sterling's got like twelve kids, right? <laughs> With like ten different women. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back to Greenwood, yeah, I, like. I, yeah, it is stupid. Um, but I mean, ugh, he's young. He, he's faced his punishment. He got left out of the next squad, didn't he? So, um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame, really, because I think there's a lot of off-field problems with United right now that's just not helping things. And I'm not saying this is a problem, but I feel the whole Rashford with the school meals. Then, like as good as it is, I just think it's a huge distraction, really, because it's not. It's not like he can show it on the field. I, like, okay. Don't get me wrong. He played well against PSG. That's one game. He always plays well at PSG. But yeah, I just feel like it's a huge distraction. I think he's taking a lot on his shoulders. Um, I just think maybe Solskjaer needs to give him time off or something because I think he's dealing with a lot of stuff. As good as the work he's doing, don't get me wrong. It's, it's good what he's doing uh, for the community and you know for all those kids out there in England. But in saying that, you're a footballer first. So you need to do your talking on the pitch as well, not just on uh, social media. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes in two ways. Like he did, he is talking that like he's walking the talk this year, if that makes sense. Like this season, he's actually been pretty good um, in my eyes. Like he has scored some real crucial goals um, for United, um, and he has obviously bagged the hat trick against Leipzig off the bench. Um, but yeah, I think considering the amount he's earning. Um, at United, two hundred thousand dollars a week. You know, there should be there should be a better performance considering he is still so young. Mm. Um, I mean, there is a big future ahead of him, but he, I do agree with you. He has got a lot on his plate. Mind the pun there. <laughs> um, no, at the moment he needs to start. Um, no, nah, he needs to sort of hand that over a bit to all, like, you know, the people that can work, like, on that, like, the charity people and stuff, and he can sort of help them out financially or with a bit of social media posts. But I think, you know, his he needs to focus on football as his main thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he's doing an okay job at it so far because his performances aren't too shabby. But as soon as those performances start to dip, I can see the critics, you know, start to roll in a bit more. Yeah, mate. Like, he's not a young player anymore. Well, he, okay, effectively, he's still young. But in terms of the amount of time he's played at United, he's, he's one of the... 
I like to say one of the most experienced players they've got right now, actually. If you look at the first 11 they've got. Um, so, you know, he has to step up. Yeah, this is, I like, I think Lyle said it many times in the past, like this season or this year, you know, is the year for him to step up because if he, he can sort of turn into like a Walcott, if you get me, like if he doesn't reach his full p- potential this season, because he wants to be a striker, right? Yeah. Now, like striker, he, ha- you know, he has to get yeah. the goals in. Like he can't, you know, just settle on 10 goals a season. Like he has to, if he wants to reach the heights where I think he, he could be, He's looking at 20 goals a season. You know, that's what his target should be. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you there. I don't think that he is going to be like as much as a Theo Walcott, though, just simply because he has, he started out so early. I mean, sort of Walcott in this scheme of things, but Mm. Rashford's been like, he's grown into it. I'm pretty sure he's like one of the most capped players in that United first 11. Yeah. Um, Like, obviously, there's De Gea. But I'm pretty sure he's, you know, up there in terms of the caps. Mm. If not, he might be the second highest, actually. That shows everything what's sort of wrong with United right now. They just haven't got the leadership there. They haven't got experience. Um, I'm not sure if you listened to Roy Keane, mate, but, you know, Roy Keane slated United the other day, slated them. I don't know, mate. It's not looking good based on what I've seen for United. But... I mean, what's different, mate? It's been like that for seven years. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, do you know what? I've seen something at the start of the season before it actually kicked off, and that was, you know, as soon as Sir Alex Ferguson left, you know, it was David Moyes, and the he did okay, got us, I think he might have got us to Europe, and board didn't back him, didn't make any signings, got sacked. And, you know, that same thing, same process happened with Louis van Gaal, Jose, and now I think it's going to happen with Ole, mm. um, is that the board just doesn't, you know, once we get our results and they do all right, they're like, oh, yeah, sweet, the team's fine. No, like you coming third place in the Premier League isn't where United should be. We want to be winning titles again. They can't – we were made semifinals. What, three semifinals last year or something like that? Yeah, that's right. You know, semifinals isn't good enough. It's not final. It's not – we're not lifting a trophy. No, nah, that's fair, mate. That's a fair thing to say. Um, I, I forgot one thing, mate. Um, another player that caused scenes <laughs> in preseason was um, Harry Maguire. <laughs> How can I forget about mate, that? I think everyone should forget about Harry Maguire. <laughs> World's most expensive defender. Oh, Man United's Van Dyke. Mate, how 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 awful has he been, mate? <laughs> yeah. If I'm honest, he has been pretty awful. I think it didn't help with the preseason. He had a like He's he's actually been okay the last few games. Like if I'm honest, he has been okay. He's definitely played like he had towards the end of last season, sort of thing. Um, I think he just needs to find that confidence again because obviously with that preseason um, issues in Greece, you know, there was it, it just wasn't good for him, um, and it made him it was a big loss in confidence for him. Um, he, he, he was obviously a, a tight bastard because he didn't, you know, try to offer a bigger bung. Do you know what I mean? I'll offer those Greek cops at least a thousand euro to get out of that situation. <laughs> 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 you got to roll them up, mate. Yeah. Got to roll them up, <laughs> mate. Considering the wages he's earning, out, he should have just offered them a week's worth of his wages. It oh, probably I'm pays second. off like three, three years, four years of their wages, and he would have been sweet. <laughs> Could have been out of there, no issues wrong, just for a week of his wages. Come on. hear your thoughts on Ole like is he still up the wheel will he still be up the wheel at Christmas or will he be gone 
by Christmas. What's your thoughts there? No, I'm, I'm thinking he's still going to be there at Christmas. Really? Yeah, mate. I think what United are potentially going to do is they're going to have him as the football director, like they've been talking about for the last five years, man, having a football direct, a director of football um, at the club, which was meant to be Eric Cantona years ago. But what happened there, Manchester United? I want to know. <laughs> answer my questions, mate. Listen to the <laughs> X-Trials podcast and then answer my questions. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening, mate. He's got the right philosophy, though. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. He's got the United philosophy. Um, and, you know, some of it, his signings have paid off so far. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen um, Van der Beek do too well. He hasn't been starting, obviously. But I haven't seen him enough to, you know, make a judgment on him. But, you know, if I look at last season, I look at Igalo, um quality until, obviously, Cavani's come and he's disappeared. I look at Fernandez, absolutely quality as well. Um, even Maguire was okay. Juan Bissaka is okay. You know, I, I think he's made some good signings to the team and they have some potential, but it's all about, you know, having that depth because we still have bloody Phil Jones in our squad. We still haven't sold Romero. We still have De Gea in goal. I want Henderson, man. <laughs> Give me Dean Henderson. To be fair, look I think, think De Gea's been all right, mate. De Gea's been not too bad. Oh, people are saying that, man. Yeah. I still don't. I, I think get rid of him, get <laughs> get the money, get him off the wage bill. I think he's a pest. I think he's cancer in that squad. <laughs> look at look at how bad Sheffield are doing without Dean Henderson, man. Like they're they're bottom of the league. Genuinely, if United had had Dean Henderson in goal, would be top of the league. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> top of the league. I'm not sure if it works that way, mate, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think your problems are worse than just the goal. <laughs> yeah, I think they are too, eh? <laughs> it, it's a shambles. It's, But the squad just needs sorting out. Like, we still have Fred there. Like, I thought he was going in the summer. I yeah. thought that's why we brought Vanderbeek in, was because Fred was going. But um, and don't get me wrong, I think Fred has done quality towards the end of last season and he has been an okay player under Ole. Um, but obviously we're not going to get the money back we paid for him. But I think we just need to get rid of him. How much time do you think Ole's got then? Or how much time are you willing to give Ole? Oh, I'll give him this season. I'll, I'll see how the season goes and then judge off that, I think. Um, personally, I, yeah, I love his philosophy. Don't know if I'm fully in on him with his man, like him being the manager. Yeah. Um, after just this season, I think towards the end of last season, I was like, you know, pretty, pretty pumped with him. But you know, with the way the board didn't back him, I think it's hard to now see if it was him or if it was the board. And then what obviously needs to happen in that back room, the shambles. It is. It's a disgrace. Do you reckon um, Sancho would have made a difference then to this team, mate? I absolutely love Jadon Sancho. I think he's class. I think he would have done, he would be, he would make us, you know, top four team right now. Where would he play, mate? Centre back. (laughs) 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 Mate, honestly, potentially, probably be better than Harry Maguire still. Uh, Personally, mate, I I can't see Oli lasting any longer. Um, Can the owners afford to get rid of him? Is he on a massive contract? I don't think so, eh? I don't know how much he's earning. Because, like, I remember Jose at Mani was on, like, 200 and something thousand a week. Um, but I don't know how much Ole is on, um, which will be definitely interesting because I'm sure he'll be cheaper than having the likes of Jose Mourinho in that position. Yeah. I mean, where do you see it, mate, rest of the season for United? Do you think Ole can save it? Or is it inevitable that he gets the sack um i think you know that united team is potentially a cancer at the moment but i think he can i think he can turn it around um he's a good manager i think we'll you'll see us in the top you know what in the europe um positions definitely at the end of the season you reckon whether it's whether it's champions league or europa mate Oh, man, uh, you can't be counting Europa League. Jesus. Is that how far? Mate, 
I don't know if you know, but uh, we have a good mate, Jack Coyle, and uh, who's celebrating when Arsenal make it to bloody the Europa League. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the true. Fair, you know, Both of I, you I got... don't think Man United are quite as bad as Arsenal yet. Well, not um, yet. I mean, we did lose to them. Reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So, so give me some yeah. bold predictions, mate. This is why I've got you on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Nostradamus. Let's go. Right. Bold predictions. Yeah, let's hear it. Everton. Everton, I think, are going to make Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> mate. Why? I just think um, they're going to get a big signing again in, in the summer or in the winter transfer in January. And I think they're just going to, they're going to pull it out the bag. They're going to be like the Leicester of uh, 2021, you know. Um, not that they're going to win, but they'll definitely do well. Good manager, some good players, you know, decent squad. I think they're going to, they'll be fighting for that those spots. And I think they're just going to pip um, potentially Spurs for that position. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm also expecting United to make the Champions League semi-final or final. Actually, semi-final. Sorry, what, we always what, lose the semis. What, yeah, but what good does that make it, mate? Like, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking the league, mate. Where, where are you going to finish in the league? Yeah. Oh, probably in the relegation zone, mate. But it doesn't matter. We'll make Champions League semi-finals. Uh, hey, too, too bad we won't be playing in next season. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Honestly, you'll be seeing Swansea probably move up and United move down. Oh, That's mate, how... that'll make me so happy if that happens. Honestly, I would not get a greater joy than that. <laughs> oh. Mate, have you, you know, have you seen this uh, one? But well, we might as well talk about it. Have you seen the Swans like that? We're fucking flying right now. It's been a great start of the season for us. Didn't they beat Blackburn the other day? Yeah, mate. We, we killed them, mate. We killed them. The, the top goal scorers of the league, we hammered them 2 0. Yeah, yeah. You, Swans, mate, flying. And to be fair, this team's probably worse than last season. So <laughs> that'll tell you all you need to know about really? the championship. Honestly, we, we sell our, all our best players and somehow. Uh, we're scraping these results until the next time we get raided and we lose all our best players. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to put any <laughs> Ryan Williams predictions out there, but um, I think we'll be, I think we'll be in and around the playoffs. I think I, I can't see us keeping up uh, the momentum right now, but uh, right now we're second, um, eight points ahead of Cardiff. So yeah, mind the gap. So um, yeah, it's looking good, mate. It's looking good. Well, as long as, because you're ahead of Cardiff, mate. Surely. Oh, I don't care, mate. Honestly, I'll take two wins against them. And, you know, if we get relegated, we get relegated. But that is a good season for me. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. no, we're, we're looking good. We're looking good. But, yeah. Back, not, back, I, yeah. Oh, I read something the other day. Aren't reading? Like, top of the league in the championship? Yeah, they've had a, they've had a good, um, I, I'd say, jammy start to the season. Uh, they've they've only played the bum boys, mate. They've not played the big boys yet. Um, they haven't played us. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you can't think Swansea a big boy. Well, you look at the teams around us, mate. Every, everyone's had some experience in the Premier League. We've probably had the longest stay there. Uh, most clubs uh, that have come down recently. So um, I mean, look at it, mate. You got the likes of Watford, Bournemouth, um, Stoke, uh, nowhere near. Um, where they should be. Um, yeah, true. You know, uh, teams like that really in and around us. Um, I mean, even Brentford are still in there. I, uh, like, they mate. did lose there. Don't talk about They lost Brentford. Ollie Watkins. Mate, Brentford, um, we got them uh, tomorrow morning, right? Away from home. Oh, I'd just love to beat those oh. boys. Honestly, Thomas Frank, their manager, is the biggest cunt out there. Honestly, awful manager. <laughs> Like, I don't know where he gets it from, mate. He's not done anything. He, he walks around, get a fucking haircut, mate. Honestly, I'm so glad they lost yeah. um, Ollie Watkins, and I'm pretty sure Ben Rama's gone as well. Oh, I mean, I have to check that, but Ben Rama, I'm pretty sure he's gone to West Ham, right? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. He did. Yeah, good. So they lost two of the best players, then nothing. They had one fluky season last year, and you know, I can't see him finishing top 10. 
They, they're not even a championship club, mate. Brentford, a tiny tin pot club for West London. Should be nowhere near the Premier League. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got pretty close. Ah, uh, well, enjoy it, mate. Enjoy it because enjoy it because no one remembers the team of losing the playoff final. So, enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, but that, that's the championship talk for this week. But, um, let's hear some more bold predictions, mate. I feel like you've been reserved. Tell me, mate, what's the lotto numbers on the weekend? Is Donald Trump oh. going to win tomorrow? Is he going to beat Biden? No, Donald. Trump, I'm sorry, Donald Trump is not going to beat Biden. You know, I've got a fair bit of shares on those US stocks, and I'm telling you right now, they've dropped a bit over the last week. And if they don't go back up, if Biden wins, I am going to be pretty devastated. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've lost like, I think it's like 60 bucks over on my shares over the last like two weeks simply because of those bloody elections. Um, now, if Donald Trump yeah. goes back in, I'm expecting my share prices to continue to drop. Mate, what were you invested in, mate? Oh, you know, yeah, your Tesla, your Microsoft, got some Amazon in there, um, got a few other companies, you know, smaller, a few smaller ones. How do you how did you get into that then? What, what made you uh, try to become a, an entrepreneur or investor in the market? You know what, mate. I just, I seen some advert and I was like, oh yeah, I'll give it a go. And sick it on me with my bold predictions, mate. <laughs> Think I could win some money here. Oh, no. here See how it turns out. And um, at the moment, I was actually making some good coin. Like I, I was, I think I was in like 70 bucks profit um, one week. And then it was like a week, two weeks before the obviously, the elections were starting to come up for the yeah. US and then now that's dropped and now I'm in like a 20 buck, 30 buck loss or something like that. <laughs> Mate, are you one of those housewives that stay at home all day, right? And all you do all you do is like click on surveys and fill them out and, you know, sell the bloody fake dream of I make $10,000 per month by sitting on my ass. You know, like, <laughs> is that what you do, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, I, I wish <laughs> there's the dream <laughs> oh mate okay well the wolf mate people yeah. will be paying me 10 grand a month to be sitting on my ass to make premier league predictions mate and i'll be telling you i'll be giving them i'll be making their money wait speaking of predictions uh how's your fantasy football team going i i, I well, i'm looking at the, the league here so the extra trials premiership now um Oh, I'm second in the league, by the way. 444 points. <laughs> Not a bad start for hot dogs for TFC. But um, I, mean, I can't find you on the table. Are you? Oh, wait, you're all the way down to... Where are you, mate? I can't see you. Uh, oh, 24. Yeah, look down the bottom, I think. 24. I think I'm in 19th at the moment. Show me Damane. Uh, <laughs> oh, I dropped. There we go. Good good name, mate. <laughs> um, you're on the oh, grand... You total of uh, 345 let's, let's just look at your team by the way for this week so it's Schmeichel in goal um, Alexander Trent yeah sorry yeah Trent Alexander Arnold what's his name yeah Trent Alexander Arnold yeah that's right Trent T-double-A he's been poor this season um, yeah Connor Godey at the back got you six points that's pretty decent uh, I, yeah. I, mean, I look at the rest of your team, mate. Why have you got Adama Traore? Like, he's been rubbish. Honestly, the guy's overrated. Um, well, he is overrated, but you see, I thought he would be a bit better this season, um, <laughs> which has not gone my way. I can see that, mate. <laughs> um, I think he's got like me 11 points or something this season. Um, like, Jesus. <laughs> mate, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. All my defenders have got more points than him on my team, but yeah, that was not a good prediction. You got Costa from Leeds. I mean, a good start. I think the first what was it the first game of the season? No, second game of the season. You got fourteen points um, against Fulham, and then he's just been dead since then. And then you got the the penalty king, Fernandez. Um, Fernandez. I mean, I mean, oh, thirty six points in total from him. I mean. That's okay. Um, but, I mean, United's fault... Actually, United's problem this season is the lack of penalties, really, isn't it? That's what's cost them. Yeah, mate. <laughs> no, I think... Well, to be fair, even Bruno Fernandes missed his penalty against... Um, 
was it Newcastle? Newcastle. Oh, did, did you see Jorginho's miss as well? He missed one in um, the Champions League. Jorginho for um, for Chelsea. Did and he? The two guys did the same. Like they did, a, they did a similar, you know, Sam Coyle penalty, right? And um, you know, it, it goes to show, <laughs> mate. It goes to show, like you know, for me, I'm an old school penalty taker. I'm just gonna put my head down, laces through the fucking ball, and then hope it it's a target. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be a bit of a disgrace if you missed um shout out luke cooper for missing his pre-season penalty oh right i i, I can't remember that now who missed the pens you can't remember it. mate luke i don't know if you recall luke stepped up in the very first pre-season match that we played in um yeah. against the vitty all-stars yeah and uh all confident you know just bagged a goal, I'm pretty sure, and he sent it absolutely well over the like goal, like literally well over. Gosh, um, look, pretty sure it got lost in some bushes, actually. Yeah, probably did. Eh? probably did. You got Rashford, who's had a slow start to the season. Uh, how many points has he got? Uh, 30 points is okay, but I mean, if he wants to be you know a top, top player, then he needs more than that. Uh, this is the funniest thing, mate. Out of all the weeks you captain song, you captain this week. <laughs> Four points. Bro, don't 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 give me on that. <laughs> I thought he was, I've triple captured him for the next week, by the way. No. So, I know. What, what made you do that, mate? I'm Brom, expecting mate. big things from him against West Brom. No, nah, mate, I bet you West Brom will win that. Yeah. Trust me, they'll win at 3 0. Nah, I'm telling you right now, West Brom have no chance. <laughs> No chance against Harry Kane. You know, Son's going to produce two assists to Harry Kane. Okay. And he's going to he's gonna bag one as well. <laughs> I think as well we're going to see... So it's going to be three goals from that Son sets up or contributes in. And I think we're going to see one from, you know, one of their defensive line. And then there's another one from Gareth Bale coming off the bench again. All right, I'm going to send this clip to Slavan Bilic, right? So Slavan, right? Listen to what Ryan just said the last minute or so okay <laughs> you know hopefully this motivates send it, send it to my missus as well I'll... she won't be too happy oh, <laughs> is, she, is she a baggy is she she's a baggies mate really it's uh she's got yeah man she's from uh she's from the west midlands is she really oh poor girl <laughs> Oh, mate, it's uh, it's definitely. I don't know if you've seen the draw, but uh, Man United are playing West Brom on Valentine's Day, so it's going to really? make for an interesting Valentine's Day. I can tell you that. Oh, if I can hope, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, one of you score, mate. <laughs> <laughs> good call, there. Good call. Oh, brilliant, 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 brilliant. <laughs> like the, the, the top off your, um, your fantasy football team, you've got Danny Ings. He scored he's, uh, six points of the week. I got one goal. Um, he looks like he's out next game with a knee injury. And then you've got Dominic Calvin Lewin. I mean, everyone's got him now. But um, when, when did you sign him then? I signed him after the hype. I oh, thought he was. I thought I thought he was too much hyped, and then he kept performing. So I was like, "Oh shit, I should get him." Wait, okay, I need to get rid of him and, since um, you got him. So I dropped. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, to be honest. Oh, I mate. dropped. I, I dropped Timo Werner. Yeah, and then he bloody goes and begs like two goals the next game, and I was oh. like, "Oh, far out, man." Mate, you're you're the bad luck charm, mate, or lucky charm for the players that that you replaced. Um, I'll tell you now, mate. I'm not sure if you saw this in the chat, but I had a shocker last week, like absolute shocker. I've been flying in the fantasy football league so far. I've been flying, right? I've had good weeks all the way through. Last yeah. week, ah, oh, I don't know what was going in my head. Right, I just thought that I just thought that Villa would carry on and you know beat Leeds. You know what I mean? I just not that I like Leeds anyway, but I've got. Um, Patrick Bamford and um, didn't you put mate? I put Bamford put and Click on the right? bench, didn't you? On the bench, right? I, I guess how many points, mate? I, I spunked last week. All right, check this out. So, I oh gosh, I'll start off with McCarthy and goal for Southampton. Six points, Glick. Six points for a yeah. goalkeeper. I know, <laughs> Glick. Five points from Leeds. Justin. Oh, it's 11. Justin. 
They've got a clean sheet against Arsenal. Six points. Oh, man. To top it off, mate. Patrick Bamford, who's got a hat-trick. <laughs> 17 oh, points. Hey, dude. Oh, no. Jesus, um, how many is that? Like, mate. Oh, 30-something? Mate, I got a cal- I'm just going to add this up to calculate because my maths are real bad. Um, 34 points, mate. Jesus. 34. And you know the rest of the... T- is that 34? 34, mate. And then that th- I only got 44 for the total of my actual team. Honestly, mate, it was a disaster of a week. Yeah, but anyway, that goes my fantasy football last week. But yeah, I'm, I'm back to true form this week. You know, looking to, you know, continue my form. I can't see the king of fantasy football, Jacob Whiffin, anywhere, mate. He's probably down near you, mate, in the league. Oh, mate, I'm, I don't know about that, to be honest. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty poor at this year. Uh, to be fair, I, I think um, last year was my best year. At the start of the year, I was um, winning the NFF League. I don't know if I was in the Exit Trials one, but uh, I had a phenomenal team at the start of last year. You know, I had Captain Sterling in the first week and he bagged a hat trick or something. And, you know, I was in great shape. But, you know, this year, I look at it and I'm like, it's devastating. Look at Dharma Traore, man. What's he doing? I need to get rid of him. Too much uh, baby oil, I reckon, eh? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, man. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know why they do that though. Eh? It's so ridiculous. I've never seen a player look like that. I've seen it in rugby. It was like Vaseline, where like the big Polynesians they rub like Vaseline all over their like thighs and that, right? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that all the time. So they slip through tackles. Like that's nothing new to me there. But baby oil in football, I don't, yeah, I don't quite buy that really. And the, the guy's built like a tank, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's huge, man. But apparently he's really fast. Apparently. Yeah, I've not seen him in full flight. He's not really a good winger. Like, I remember watching him um, for Borough when uh, Swans played them, and he was just awful, mate. Like, he was in Carl Norton's pocket that whole game. I think he's, um, he's he'd be better as a striker, like almost Mbappe. I don't know what his finishing's like, but I feel like he's, you know, one of those strikers who can pierce the defence line with <laughs> his pace, you know, because he doesn't really seem like he's the best winger. So I think just open up the defense line by with, with his pace and get to, you know, your likes of Jimenez to put it in the back of the net. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Last words, mate, before we clock off. Give me something ridiculous, mate. Give me a ridiculous prediction for United this season. What's going to happen? Ridiculous prediction for United. What's really going to happen? Come on, mate. mate well, let's hear it. Give me the Ryan Williams special. Let's go. <laughs> Ryan Williams special. All right, let's just do a quick breakdown of the team, all right? Okay. Marcus Rashford gonna be potentially, you know, fighting for the golden boot this year. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> okay, you'll carry on. Paul Pogba, right? <laughs> Ballon d'Or is gonna have his wage. <laughs> he's gonna have his wage cut quarter, mate. Nah, he's honestly he's trash. Bruno Fernandez is gonna be up for Ballon d'Or. Oh, I'm telling man. you right now. There's more chance Pogba winning Ballon d'Or than bloody Penaldez, honestly. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen Fernandez? He has been class ever since he's joined this season as well. He started off strong, you know. He is phenomenal, world class. Okay, okay, world class. You say oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. World class. I'd put I'd put him up there with the. Actually, I'd put him above the likes of De Bruyne um, <laughs> at the current stage. If you if you were to compare a team and have De Bruyne or Fernandez, you would hundred percent choose Fernandez in this current I, stage. De, De Bruyne, mate. Come on. He won Player of the Year last nah. year. Yeah, Player of the Year. But Come that's on, all right. It's overrated. <laughs> Fernandez was only there for half the season. So you're telling me a player that in the Premier League that doesn't win Player of the Year goes on to win Ballon d'Or? Yeah, that's that's never going to happen, mate. Oh, so, mate, I'm not <laughs> saying he's going to win it. He'll be up there in like the top five. But he's not going to get any votes for Ballon d'Or, okay? Not not even the Portuguese and, and Wolves will vote for him. Trust mate, me. He'll get, he'll get my vote, all right? And surely they'll, they'll count something. <laughs> all right, next one, next one. Uh, McTominay, um, is he going to help Scotland qualify for the Euros? You know, Scotland's got a pretty average squad. Like, you know, it's bang average, if I'm honest. The Euros, I doubt Scotland can make it. But, you know, Scotty, Scotty, my boy Scotty, <laughs> McTominay, he's class, man. He's, um, I think that he can carry them. 
play him as a striker, play him as a right wing for Scotland, play him as, you know, wherever you want. Play him as a keeper and he'll still, you know, be class for you. He's a true leader. Oh, okay. Um, Mason Greenwood, what's going to happen to him? I don't know, mate. He's probably going to steal this. What's going to happen? Sky City. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, Lingardinho? What's happened to him, mate? He's actually he's injured at the moment, man. Is he? He's injured. Um, yeah, I, I think you know Lingard's. Yeah, I think he's past his time, as everyone knows. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get much game time this season. But the one man that I think you know, the man, the myth, the legend that United haven't seen so much, or well, have seen a little bit of this season that's about to come out more, is uh, Juan Mata, the legend himself, the little Spanish magician. I like to call him. <laughs> so I think he is going to be. Once Ole realizes his true potential, you know, he's going to see him start more. We're going to see him as a bit of a working alongside Bruno Fernandez, you know, set up those plays for Rashi and Martial, even up for Greenwood. Um, I think Matter is so good that he could actually be one of the best players in, for United this season. Um, he has shown that against, you know, your likes of. Your top quality sides, Luton Town and um, <laughs> PSG. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, he's, he's shown that class, you know. But yeah, no, I think Matt is definitely going to be quality for us. Um, but yeah. Okay, if, if okay, I'm, I'm going to try and get one out of you, mate. So if United don't win the league this season, when will they win the league again? Well... <laughs> That's a great point. If uh, we still have Ole as the manager next year yeah. or next season, I can tell you that if we are able to produce the signing of Jadon Sancho, I will guarantee you that we're going to win the league. No! If Manchester United sign Jadon Sancho, no, we are going to win the Premier League. Oh, you're no. going to see us. You know, Roy Keane, all, all the smack talk that he says to us, you're going to see Roy Keane change his mindset. You're going to see him... <laughs> Finally, in his life, turn into like the most positive guy. He's going to turn into like a Patrice Ever, mate. He's going to be so happy. You're going to see him screaming, this game. posting videos. I love this game. <laughs> oh, that is... yeah, mate. Oh, brilliant. Oh. You know, and we're going to see him screaming, Jadon Sancho, his name from his rooftop, mate. Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay, mate. I think that's your three strike thing, mate. That's it. We, we're done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, mate, it's been a pleasure to I have can you tell on. You right now, yeah. Right now, last thing, Jaden Sancho. Okay, all we need, Jaden Sancho, and you know, Kula Bali or uh, Upperman <laughs> Cow, um, the centre back. Okay, and replace Lindelof, and we're in the Premier League title. Oh, I'm telling you right now, next go. season we've got it. Here we go. He's done it. He's done it. That's definitely three strikes, but I'm finished. <laughs> oh, mate, Jordan Cooper, if you're listening to this, watch out. United's coming for you, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, you're killing Liverpool me. ain't standing a chance next season. Oh, you're killing me, mate. You're killing me. Oh, mate. Well, anyway, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to have you back on the pod. I'll, I'll bring you back on, mate, once those predictions don't come true. <laughs> mate, we'll see you in the next season, bro. I'm telling you right now. When we have Jade on Sancho, we've got it. <laughs> All right. Thank you um, for listening to another episode of the Extra Trials football podcast. Honestly, I, I can't hold it right. <laughs> I can't hold it together right now. Um, talking to Ryan was uh, an interesting experience. But anyway, um, we're back on the. <laughs> I can't, I've lost it, man. I'm done. Alright, good night. Touch your dad up. Oh man, you killed me. Oh. <laughs>